Hello, and welcome to the weekend starts on Wednesday. Welcome to the 36th episode of the weekend starts on Wednesday. My name is Patrick Arias, and it is my pleasure to take you on this magical journey. We are here to break down and discuss this weekend's most exciting games taking place from Thursday to Sunday. That's right. And my name is Andres Ramirez, and I am your money-making machine. I got the hot picks for you this week, the ones that are going to make you that extra mustard for the weekend. With NFL and college football in the rearview mirror, we are going to be discussing a lot of NBA, a lot of college basketball, Mm -hmm. one hockey game, and one exciting XFL football game. XFL is back. We are stoked. We know you've heard about it. Everybody here works hard. We work hard. It's time to enjoy some sports this weekend. We're going to get into all of our picks, last week's headlines, and our scumbags of the night after a quick message from our sponsor. As mentioned, the NFL season just came to an end. The Super Bowl put an exclamation point on a very exciting season. I know that there were a lot of touchdowns scored. A lot of quarterbacks came to play. A lot of running backs and wide receivers, even some strong defenses, had absolute dominant performances. This Super Bowl had the best offense in the NFL take on the best defense in the NFL. Andres and I watched it, and we've created some major headlines surrounding what happened on Sunday, as well as what went down in Major League Baseball over the last 24 hours. Mm -hmm. So Andres... What is the first headline from last weekend? This is the hero. Heroes and headlines. Well, the first hero and the only hero on this list is read them and weep. Read them and weep. And we're talking about Andy Reid, the head coach for the Kansas City Chiefs. Congratulations, you walrus man. <laughs> I'm sure you had plenty of hot hamburgers afterwards, but they actually pulled up the W. He, he coached well. I wouldn't say he coached great. He coached well enough to to get that monkey off his back to finally get his championship Mm -hmm. under his belt. And, you know, it made Niners fans cry that night. That's for Mm -hmm. sure. So Andres sounds uh, a little bit sad because he is a Niners fan. Yeah, big time. And um, he has been a Niners fan his entire life. Mm -hmm. And obviously he was rooting for the Niners. And at one point they were looking like they were going to win the game. I mean, they were up and they just – Yeah, I mean – they were up. They were up for the last 10 minutes of the game, and they uh, choked. But that's that's coaching, though. Yeah, so that actually brings us to our second headline. Oops, I did it again. Yeah, and we're speaking about good old head coach for the 49ers, Kyle Shanahan. This is the second time in Super Bowl matchups where he's blown a 10-point double-digit lead. Actually, one was more than 10. And the other one was exactly 10 in the, going into the fourth quarter on the verge of winning a Super Bowl, and he blew it yet again. So three years ago, um, Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons, and they were winning 28-3 to with about seven minutes left in the third quarter. He ended up abandoning the game plan that got him that lead. And uh, the Patriots, as you all know, came back to win in one of the most epic comebacks in Super Bowl history. This year, just a couple days ago, Andres mentioned they were up 20 to 10. And um, again, he abandoned the run. Yep. 
and uh, the Chiefs came back and scored 21 unanswered points, winning the game 20 to 10. Or I'm sorry, 31 to 20. Yeah, I mean, towards the end of the game, Kyle Shanahan, well, sorry, for the whole game, running back Mostert only had seven carries. Coleman, only four carries. Breida, zero carries. And Kittle only had four receptions. So I don't really know what the game plan, the running was there all postseason, mm-hmm. all season. You were one of the top two rushing teams in, in the NFL, and you stayed away from it. I don't know why, but, it, I mean, it is what it is. So, Pat, I, I don't. this is the first time I'm actually reviewing this game. I, after the Super Bowl, I just turned everything off. And, fair enough, fair and enough. Went in, and went into a deep, dark hole. Yeah, well, I mean – it was your team, man. When your team loses in the Super Bowl, it's really sad just because it's such a long season. Mm-hmm. There's so many emotions that go into it. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I really don't know what to tell you except that I have a little statistic. And since 2000, I believe it's the last 13 Super Bowls, there has always been a representation in the playoffs from the winning team. So since 2003 – Every Super Bowl winner has made the playoffs once of the previous two years. The only team to have completed a quote-unquote magical season with no prior playoff appearances are the Eagles in 2018 and the Giants in 2012. So this is all about um, being prosperous as a football team. Mm -hmm. Over the last 17 years, every single winner has made a playoff appearance the previous year or previous two years. So the Niners had not made the playoffs since what? 2014? No, we were in the Super well, we were in the Super Bowl 7 years ago. So 2013, Thir- 2014 yes, yeah, 13, yeah. season. So yeah. they were you can say they were a cold team and they hadn't made the playoffs the previous two years. Yeah. So this is all about building blocks and this is all about, you know, developing that that thick skin mm-hmm. and I think that the Niners have a very good chance to make the Super Bowl again next year. Yeah. So using this statistic, you have something to look forward to. I mean, I, that's that's a great stat to know. Uh, but you know what? You know what it's like to be on the other side of the of the coin, actually on the same side of the coin, but not with football in particular. Yeah, which leads us to our final headline. And th- yeah, this is Major League Baseball. Yeah, and the final headline is: This is it, Dave. This is it, Dave Roberts, Andres. What does that mean? I mean, Pat, you know what it means. You know what this means for all diehard Angelino. Dodgers fans, even for baseball fans, that know that if Dave Roberts doesn't win the World Series, let alone get to it, he he's going to get fired. Yeah, he better. I mean, he's we the Dodgers just recently signed Mookie Betts as well as David Price in a trade. I mean, we lost some key players from the previous two years mm-hmm. uh, in Jock Peterson, Alex Verdugo, Kenta Maeda. So you lose a pitcher, an outfielder, and, and a utility guy. But the thing is, is that to get Mookie Betts, uh, that's great. I mean, he's yeah. not going to miss that many games. The I, Dodgers' biggest complaint was that the outfield was too crowded. It's, it has been for the last seven years. So we lost two outfielders. Right. We got one outfielder. Right. And we got David Price. David Price is a little bit older. He's 34 years yeah. old. And um, the Dodgers are only taking half his salary on. So Boston is paying for half yeah. still. And um, I think that once the playoffs come around, David Price's experience is going to really help them out. I mean, yeah, he is. A, he's won a ring. He has a ring. He's won a World Series. In this in this category, come October, I'd much rather have David Price in the bullpen as well as in the rotation. And Kershaw, you got to be at home 
take care of the kids, take care of the wife. We'll send you a ring. <laughs> I want nothing to do. I want nothing with you either in the bullpen or in the rotation. You just got to be a team player. Put your pom-poms up. I've been telling everybody that will listen to me that the Dodgers have what it takes to win the World Series with who we have right now. Mm-hmm. It's not a matter of going out and getting more players. It's a matter of who we don't use yeah. in the playoffs. I have a Kershaw jersey. I have like three <laughs> Kershaw bobbleheads. I am a huge Clayton Kershaw fan. However, he just doesn't have it in the playoffs. Maybe bring him out of the bullpen to face one nope. batter. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> we saw what you saw what that how that happened. He's this okay, time. but they then they left him <laughs> in. They left him in. So, Dave, this is it. If you do not win a World Series this coming year, I suggest packing up. Yeah. And moving out of Los Angeles. So for the record, and Pat, you know how much I've been on Dave Roberts' ass mm-hmm. since pretty much the, the day one that he's been manager. Yeah. And he hasn't proved me wrong yet. He's mm-hmm. been proving me right. And you've been saying for the longest time, ah, oh, give him another chance. Oh, this is it. Oh, you're being too harsh. You're an asshole. Fine. But you're stating that if he doesn't get here, I'm not crazy and he's got to go. He would have to go because – they have a stacked lineup filled with veterans, yeah. young players, even rookies. Sure. Their pitching staff, mm-hmm. veterans, rookies, a mix of everything. Like they have what it takes to win the World Series currently constructed. Yeah. And if they don't, we need a change. We need a, a, a coach that'll do his own thing and not listen to the numbers and the analytics. <laughs> So I'm telling everybody that's with me in the hotel room, like, okay, so I have the Chiefs at one on my square, okay. the Super Bowl squares. Right. I had the Chiefs at one, and I had the Niners at zero. Oh, shit. And the score was 24 to 20. Yeah. And how much time was left? Like a minute and 20 seconds? Yeah, it wasn't much left. And I was like, dude, the Chiefs have to go up by two scores, right, yeah. to, in yeah. order to make the Touchdown, game. Yeah. You know. So I was thinking, please do not kick a field goal. Like, I need a touchdown right here. Yeah. From the Chiefs, so they can go to 31 to 20, and I win a thousand dollars. And as I said, that Damian Williams hits the left side, goes up the sideline, punches it in for a fucking touchdown. Yeah. And I was going crazy. I bet. I, dude, I was like, dude, if the if the kicker misses this extra point, I'm fucked. Oh my dude, I was like and then that zero zeros again. Yeah, that would have been, been three in a row. So uh, I was like, holy shit, if this kicker fucks this up. I, oh my God. So I, the kick went through and everybody looked at me and they were just like, game, the game has, they're like, you're going to win a thousand dollars. I was like, Shh, quiet, quiet. Like, like what if, you know, and then did you see at the very end of the game where they, they threw like a, like a hill, yeah. the Niners threw like a hill yeah. Mary or whatever. And imagine if he caught that and scored it. Yeah. Oh my God. It was so stressful, but congratulations. I, thank you. I won a thousand dollars playing the squares. Yeah. My sister, Erica, um, she was the one that puts, put it on. She does it every year, and um, she texted me, and she sent me the money actually the same day, which oh, was great. Sure. So nice. I already cashed it in, and I already made an appointment to get new brakes and new tires nice. and an oil change. <laughs> so, I mean, you're going to get a Damon Williams jersey though, right? Like, I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> Damon Williams should have been the MVP, by the way. I, I agree with you on that. Absolutely. 133 yards, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. Patrick Mahomes, they, they really want him to be the face he's, of the NFL. Yeah, they, they, he's trying to be the next Tom Brady, I guess. <laughs> so that that's that's what happened to me on Super Bowl Sunday.
let's lighten up the mood a little bit, Andres. I'm I'm, I'm tired of seeing you you sad. Oh man. Let, let, let's forget about what happened last week. You will have plenty of time to digest it and process it. Are you ready to play Pepper some fun stuff? I'm ready. I'm always right. ready. Look forward to this weekend. This is why we're here. We have eight games that we want everybody to pay attention to. Yep. We know we are going to be watching them. We are, we know we are going to be tracking them. Andres, you have the game that kicks off this weekend, 6 p.m. Yep. tomorrow night, college basketball. Yep. What is the game? We're looking at USC, the Trojans of Southern California, traveling to Arizona to face the Wildcats. The number 23 Wildcats. This game is Pac-12 basketball. It's conference play. It is February. What's around the corner? March Madness. So you're going to be watching a great two two great basketball teams. USC 17 and 5 for the year. Arizona's 15 and 6. They're both sorry, one is 6 and 3 in conference play, the other one is 5 and 3. They can't really lose a game either one of them. Mm-hmm. So I want to see who's going to claw and fight to the death to get that extra W. SC has been doing playing really really well this year. They got a couple kids uh, Mo Mosley Mobley is uh, is the star right now he was the number one high sorry his brother his younger brother is the number one pick in, in high school and he's already committed to USC oh yeah so they're gonna play together next year exactly so the both of them are gonna be doing well but USC has been playing well on the road I like Arizona to win because they are on fire at home these guys Pat are 10 and 1 at home Woo. USC though is five and two away, so okay. they're not horrible. But I just think the home crowd, Arizona, traditionally the Lute Olson days, mm-hmm. bear down. The last time Arizona lost was against Arizona State, which we had talked about two weeks ago. Okay, so. okay. So you're going to go with Arizona to defend home court. Yep. 23rd ranked. Now USC has 17 wins. You they said? have 17 wins. So, but they've been playing probably not as good as schools. Right. Okay. Right. Um, I hate both of these schools. So do I. I do not like Arizona. I do not like USC. But I actually hate USC more. I have to give the the home the edge to the home team. Um, and this has nothing to do with hate. This is the ten and one record that Arizona holds at home. Five and two on the road is not bad. But you know what? SC probably going to go five and three on the road. I'm stamping um, Arizona with the W. Yeah. You? Me, I am going with that as well. I think a lot of people got to watch this game specifically for high-scoring basketball. Okay, so um, in the betters world, would you take the over? I would definitely take the over. Okay, move on to my game. You know what it is. It is the Lakers hosting the Houston Rockets Mm -hmm. at 7.30 p.m. Thursday night. Now, let me just read you some statistics. I will sell you this game, Andres. Sell me. Over the last 10 games, the Lakers are 6-4. This is okay. the middle of the season. We all know the Lakers started off hot, right? Sure, of course, yeah. They started off hot. They lost. They went like 18 and 3 to start the season. Mm-hmm. Now we're hitting the middle of the season. They're starting to slow down a little bit. Obviously, the tragedy of Kobe Bryant may have been distracting them. Oh yeah. And um I think they are now starting to um hopefully gel, you know, get back to normal sure. in a sense. So, Dwight Howard over the last 10 games this is a statistic that I really love about him because he has resurfaced as a dominant center. 104 rebounds over the last 10 games. Wow. So he's averaging over 10 rebounds a wow. game, and you know he's not playing full minutes. So yeah. that is something to keep an eye on. Clint Capella 
on the other side of the ball for the Rockets is a strong center. So he's going to be going up against an awesome center tomorrow night. Will he get 10 or more rebounds? Didn't he just get traded though? Clint Capella? Yeah. Today? Yeah. Didn't he go to Atlanta? You know what? You're right. However, I still want to see if Dwight Howard can get 10 or more rebounds. Okay. So the Rockets must have a strong center if they're willing to trade away Capella. Yeah. I mean, they should. So, okay. Well, scratch that what I said about the matchup. <laughs> However, will Dwight Howard get 10 or more rebounds? Now, the Rockets are 6-4 and four yeah. in the last 10 games. Okay. Russell Westbrook and James Harden obviously have been leading the charge. Yeah. Over the last 10 games, <clears throat> they're averaging more than 112 points. Wow, okay. The Lakers' defense has been the strong suit for the entire season. Mm. So, something's got to give. Sure. And the Lakers are at home. I think the Lakers are going to defend home court yeah. and hold the Rockets to under 100 points. Ooh, no, that's, no, I don't think that's going to happen. No way. No way. I Look, I, I think the Lakers will win. I think they're playing with heavy hearts. They're going to be playing with heavy hearts for the rest of the year. Give them the trophy now. I think everybody's going to be rooting them for them to, you know, make this Take it home. season uh, very memorable for the organization to win one for Kobe. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, look, the Rockets... They're going to score more than 100 points. Yeah, but, I mean, the Lakers will win. I think they're going to score 100 points because the Lakers don't really have defense. They, they they sleep when they have a big lead and, like, let the other team come back. And as much yeah. as Westbrook hasn't, doesn't have, really have that killer instinct because him and Harden still can't gel yet, I don't get it, but I don't see them winning on the road. They haven't been winning too many big games. They're, like, no. 50-50 on yeah. their big games. So let's jump into the Friday games. Yep. I believe your game is first. What What is it? Oh, we're looking at basketball, college basketball. I know I a lot of people are like, oh, you pick a lot of college basketball. Yeah, because these guys play with heart. They don't play for the names on their backs. These guys aren't playing for a multi-million dollar contract, okay? These guys are playing for pride and school and bragging rights, okay? That's, yeah. why, that's why I love it. These yeah. guys will lay it down until they're bleeding all over the place. <laughs> Literally, yeah. yeah. We're going with college basketball. Maryland, number nine ranked uh, Terrapins are traveling to the state of Illinois to, to face the University of Illinois. That is the Fighting Illini, the 20th ranked team. This is Big Ten basketball. No one thought that Maryland, let alone Illinois, would be in the top 25 this time around. Okay, Maryland is 18 and four, Pat, for the year. We've talked about them before on the show. Mm-hmm. We've said how bad they are on the road. We saw that when they lost to Iowa during the tractor party. <laughs> Illinois is 16 and six for the year. Yeah. These guys at home are 12 and one. Okay. They played 22 games and they've already had 13 games at home. So who do, you, who, who, who do you got? Maryland is, two, Maryland is two and four on the road. For the year. Two and four? Two and four. How is that good uh, enough for a ninth ranked team? I'm going with the home team. Yeah. Party up in Champaign, Illinois. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking the fighting Illini. Okay, so we agree on both of our Thursday picks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to disagree with you on Friday. Okay. You said Maryland is two and four on the road? Two and four on the road. That's terrible. Horrible. And Illinois is, is what at home? 12 and one. That's great. That's fantastic. Maryland is, is on a five-game winning streak right now. I'm taking Maryland. You're taking Maryland. I'm taking Maryland because the numbers lead me 
to go against them. Mm. So something has to happen. Mm -hmm. Anthony Cohen Jr. Yeah. is the number one scorer for the Maryland Terrapins. Yeah. He can take over the game. I think he will. Illinois is going to try to slow the game down sure. because Cohen is going to be a great scorer in the NBA. Mm. Mark my words, mm. this kid is good. He's got the Mamba mentality. You can see it in wow. his eyes. Look wow. at that. Yeah. That is him. Yeah, I see it. You can see it in his eyes. I'm taking the Terrapins to upset Illinois Friday night. 7.30 p.m. is my game. I'm going to be watching the NBA. The Portland Trailblazers taking on the Utah Jazz. I'm a huge Laker fan. Why am I watching this game? Yeah, why? Because the, one of the reasons why I'm a Laker fan is because of Kobe Bryant. And Kobe Bryant was a gamer. Kobe Bryant loved the spotlight. And you know who else loves the spotlight? Damian, Damian Lillard, bro. Damian yeah. Lillard has been unstoppable. Mm -hmm. Look at the last seven games. The Blazers are five and two in their last seven games. Damian Lillard dropped 61 points, 47 points, wow. 50 points, yeah. 36 points, 48 points, 51 points. And then the last game, just 21. 21 is still solid, but 61, 50, 48, 51. And the Blazers are one game back of Memphis for the okay. last playoff spot. Yeah. The Blazers are making a tear and they are coming for the Jazz. The Jazz had a 10 game winning streak from 1226 mm -hmm. to January 14. Sure. So they had a nice rhythm going. Since their streak was snapped, they are four and five. So they are on the downslide. So the Blazers can catch them on Friday night. Donovan Mitchell, though, he has been incredible. Mm -hmm. 46 points, 25 points, 23 points, 25, 36, 31, and 25. So he's been a consistent, solid scorer. So you're going to have Donovan Mitchell trying to outscore Damian Lillard. And right now, the Jazz are fourth in the West. I'm taking the Blazers because they are on the up and up and the Jazz are on the decline. What do you think, Andres? You know, personally, you sold me on it. I'm wa I'm watching this game. But you're right. I'm going to go what you said earlier. Something's got to give. Something's got to give. And this game is in Utah. Mm -hmm. Much better. Okay. I think, yeah, Portland's traveling. They, just, they were just in Denver. Now they're traveling to Utah. They're on their way back. They're on their way back. Right, I get it. And I get that Utah's just been on a horrible losing streak. But... But Mitchell at home, man. Yeah? That guy can play. That guy can ball. Yeah? And I'm not saying... I'm not taking anything away from Lillard either, because he can shoot the rock. But I just think Utah's going to win. These guys are a much better team at home. They know how to defend home. They just have a better record. Okay. I think they, I think that's what's going what's gonna to happen. Is Carmelo Anthony going to be playing, though, for the Trailblazers? I don't know. I mean, he, he's an afterthought to me. I mean, no, no disrespect, but, like, yeah. he, he's not – for me, he's, like, you know, whatever. It, it's all about Dame, Damian Lillard for me. Yeah. Look, uh, Utah is 18-5 and five at home. I'm going with the home team. Okay, fair enough. Now, Saturday, you have the first game. Yeah. Sell me on what you're watching <laughs> Saturday afternoon. I'm going to be watching it, too. Yeah, look – I know this is a, br a brand new welcome back. I shouldn't mm -hmm. say brand new. It's brand new for this year to us. This is the first season or part two of season of this conference and league. The XFL, I'm watching it. Uh, Vince McMahon is bringing it back, which what? is cool. I liked it a lot. 
We're watching the LA Wildcats against Houston Roughnecks. <laughs> I'm all about the team names. I wish the Wildcats, I'm not really, I'm not keen on a Wildcat. I don't, I've never seen a Wildcat in LA. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe like a Cougar, but you know. And that would have been funnier. Yeah, but it, but you know, at a bar, I don't know. Yeah. Like, on the, I don't know about that. But um, I think LA should change their name to like LA Traffic. L.A. Havoc, um, L.A. Gangbangers. <laughs> no, I like the L.A. Traffic. <laughs> yeah, I think that's cool. Um, but we're watching this game. Why? This is new. This is going to be fun. These are going to be players who are trying to make a name. This is different rules in the NFL. I'm excited for the rules. Okay, there's not going to be a point after a kick, so okay. no field, no extra points after that. But there are extra points in the sense of uh, gaining one point, which is a one-point play that you have to run the play. Okay. Uh, two points, which is on the five-yard line. Oh, okay. And a three-point play. Really? Yeah, from the ten-yard line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. dabbling. Let's dude. see it. Yeah. Let's see what happens. This is gonna prevent from you know ties, and I like that. Yeah. I, I'm all about it. You can also make a two-forward pass. Two-forward yeah. pass. Yeah. So, if uh, you know the NFL, you just lateral it one side and can throw it behind the line of scrimmage and then throw it in front. Uh huh. So in this, or in the new rules for the XFL. I can do the same concept if I go out, you go out for a pass, right? Like on the mm. bubble screen. So I can catch a pass and then throw it Exactly, again? before, yeah, before the line of scrimmage. Oh, wow. Yeah. Isn't that the same though as the NFL? No, you can do it twice though. You, NFL, you can only do it once, extra. Oh, okay, yeah. I got you. Yeah. Dang, okay, yeah. so, so that's So they're exciting. trying to do like trickery and stuff. Okay. So I'm excited for it. We got some decent big names in the NFL that are coming from the NFL and former college players playing in the XFL. Um, Josh Johnson is the quarterback for the LA uh, Wildcats. Wildcats, yeah. Who was a former player for USD San mm-hmm. Diego, but he also was a backup for a long time at Tampa Bay. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm just excited. I'm taking the home team in LA. Clearly, it's the first game of the year. No one knows anything other than Houston is favored by four points. So, Ooh. yeah, I don't know why, but whatever. Okay, so the XFL was suspended in 2001. I think so, one or two. It's been about 20 years then. Yeah, but what was cool about the XFL then is that their rules were different. There wasn't a coin flip. You would have to chase the ball to get the ball first, uh-huh. like a 40-yard like dash or like whatever. Like dodgeball. Yeah. And the cameras that you see now in the NFL, like the panoramic views and like the the, the dr- somewhat drones, what is it, the sky skyline views or whatever they yeah. call it? Yeah, that was the XFL who brought that. Oh, okay. So I'm kind of cool and uh, like, I kind of want to see what cool inventions or things or gimmicks they're going to add on mm-hmm. to make, make it even better or fun or, or you know, uh, entertaining for the, the viewer. Okay. Well, I mean, the, you said Houston's favored by four points. By four, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm going to end up being a Wildcats fan because, you sure. know, we're Angelinos. Yep. Uh, I do want to get the pick correct though. <laughs> so I'm going to just have to go with Houston because four points seems like a decent spread obviously i want the wildcats to win and this is going to be exciting uh the la wildcats first home game is the 15th yeah it's next weekend so i'm gonna um talk to the lovely diana and see what we can do to make it to that game okay um i'll let you know if we decide to go Andres. Yeah. so that is going to be a great day a great way to start your day obviously saturday morning they'll probably have some college basketball games going on but if you want to just, you know, buckle down at 2 o'clock, that's the game to watch. And then at 3 p.m., an hour after XFL game starts, 
It's um, one of the biggest rivalries in college basketball. The third-ranked Duke Blue Devils mm-hmm. are traveling, what, seven miles? Something like that. To to take, tobacco Road. To, to take on the University of North Carolina Tar Heels. I'm going to read you some more stats on this. So the season started for Duke in um, November 5th, and they are 19-3. and They have won plenty of great road games, starting in uh, Michigan State Spartans, at Virginia Tech, at Miami, and at Syracuse. I mean, those are their notable road victories. Every single team that they beat that I just mentioned at this moment has a positive record, well on their way to the March Madness Tournament. Sure. North Carolina is 10 and 12 on the season. This is a season to forget. Since conference play started, they are two and seven. Their best player, Cole Anthony, has only played 11 games, but is still averaging 20 points a game. And he is the 6'3 guard from New York, New York. Obviously, Cole Anthony getting injured for half the season has really hurt North Carolina. Do you think that North Carolina turns it around with his return? Obviously, you're going to say no because you're a Duke Blue Devil fan. Look, I am a huge Duke fan. Huge everything fan whenever it's against Patrick. Patrick is a big North Carolina fan. We've had this rivalry and hatred for one another since college. Since college. At least for, I know he's been a longer fan than that, but this rivalry between him and I go back that long. I'm taking Duke, yeah. baby. I give me the Cameron crazies. I know they're not going to be there specifically at Chapel Hill. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Coach K knows how to handle business against Coach Williams. This is going to be a fantastic marquee matchup. I don't care what North Carolina record is. I don't care if they're having a horrible year. They know that it's rivalry week. Yeah. They know that they're their in-state rival, they're literally their neighbor from seven blocks away is coming down <laughs> and saying, hey, I'm the king of this castle. So the only way North Carolina can make the March Madness tournament this year is if they win the rest of the games and make a deep run right. in the ACC tournament. Or win the ACC or tournament. Or win it all. Right. I don't know if that's going to happen. Most likely it's not. This is probably going to be a, a year where they actually miss yeah. the tournament. So. With that being said, this is their biggest game so yeah. far. They want to they want to mess up whatever sure. Duke has going on. Yeah, no, I think. But your question was Cole Anthony. Is he going to be a factor? No, I don't think him. I think him being out for so long, they're not going to gel well, especially in a very big environment game. This would be his third game back from injury. So uh, maybe it might it might, might click. It's going to be a game to watch. This is exactly why we're talking about it. You need to find a way to watch Andres's game, the LA Wildcats yeah. XFL, and you need to find a way to watch this game on a second screen. Yeah. Go to a bar, make it happen. We they're, have. They're both gonna be very physical games. They're both gonna be very physical. Someone's games. gonna get punched out of the game. I'm not gonna lie. I'm definitely gonna be watching the Duke North Carolina game sure. if I have to watch it on my phone. Yeah. But the 55 inch TV is gonna be XFL. <laughs> uh, and then, so Sunday. I'm going to be doing a little bit of homework. Andres touched on it. March Madness, right around the corner. These two teams are going to appear on your bracket. Oh, we yeah. have the 19th ranked Butler Bulldogs taking on the Marquette Golden Eagles, 9 a.m. Why are we talking about Butler and Marquette basketball? Why am I up at 9 a.m.? If it's not for church on Sunday. Because this is church. This <laughs> is church. This is what you're going to be worshiping 
over the next two months. Okay. College basketball, baby. So, Butler has a six-game winning streak from December 14th to January 10th. Since the winning streak was snapped, they are three and four. They're 18 and five overall. Check this out. This is a stat that I really like about Butler. Only four freshmen on their roster wow. are 14. So there are 10 players on that roster that have experience. Mm -hmm. They did not make the NCAA basketball tournament last year. Mm -hmm. So you have 10 guys coming back with the experience of learning from their mistakes. Mm -hmm. Butler always makes the tournament. Last year they didn't. Yeah. So they are hungry and they have a chip on their shoulder. I mean, and don't forget too, they hit a game-winning buzzer beater tonight. Just tonight to be another ranked yeah. team. Now, Marquette, they are five and one in their last six games. They are hot. They've won their last three conference home games. Their leading scorer is only 5'11". He's still taller than us, but you know, who isn't? <laughs> so he's 5'11". Marcus Howard, he's from Arizona. He's averaging 28 points a game. Mm -hmm. I'm taking Marquette to win at home because they are on fire right now. Andres, Butler's leading scorer, Baldwin mm -hmm. from Georgia, is averaging only 16 points a game. Right. Do you think that Marquette blows this game at home, or do you think Butler wins the game on no, the road? No, I'm going with Marquette. I like the home team on this matchup. Um, reason being, Marquette overall is having is shooting better. Yeah. They're averaging 78 points per game. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot for college. Yeah. Marquette, though, this is a revenge game for them. They lost to Butler at Butler, 89-85 mm -hmm. in overtime. So... They, they, they've had this game circled on their calendar. These guys are ready. On the other side of the coin, why I'm even more, more so going with Marquette, Butler, in the last three road games, mm -hmm. they have lost two out of the last three yeah, road they're, games. Yeah, they're on a skid. So, but not only that, they just can't win on the road. That's another team that can't win on the road. They, lo they lost to Villanova, and then they lost to DePaul on the road. Mm. Oh, I don't know. Not a very good team. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going, I'm going with Marquette. I like them. They're fast. They score a lot. Butler doesn't do well with the road. So I'm going, we're going with Church. I'm going home. I'm taking the homer. Yeah, I mean, I like watching these college basketball games in the morning. I like to drink your coffee, get the day started, see what my girl wants to do. And then I'll be like, all right, cool. We'll head out right now. This game's almost done. And then we, you know, yeah. <laughs> hopefully I get to finish it. So what, what are you going to be watching Sunday afternoon? Sunday, I'm watching this afternoon. Once I'm rested, about to have a nice dinner, I'm watching a little hockey. Ooh. I'm watching some physicalness. I've seen it, but now I want to see it on ice. I want to see big men scoring some goals. I want to see some fights, some penalties, some blood on the ice. These guys are going to be rocking and rolling. Colorado Avalanche against the Minnesota Wild. I almost said Vikings, but yeah. we're, not, we're not playing football. Uh, at 4.30, this game is going to be broadcasted on NBC Sports. Yeah, everybody, so you, everybody should be able to watch this game some way, somehow. Mm -hmm. I'm going with Avalanche Colorado. They've been a hot team all year. I like them. I like their, their uh, young forward, McKinnon. The guy's been lights out. Um, even though Minnesota is the home team, has been playing well at home, even though their overall record doesn't speak for it, Minnesota is 24 and 22 for the year. That's not that good. That's not that good, but they also need to be making a push, though, and win out. 
so they can make the playoffs. But both of these teams made the playoffs last, last year, right? right exactly. And then didn't Colorado go to the Western Conference Finals last yeah. year? Yeah, they did. Okay. So Colorado, to me, is the overall better team. Um, but, you know, Minnesota at home, though, is 15 and 7. Okay. So they protect home. They're going to be a good team. They're going to be a fun game to watch. I, th- I think a lot of scoring. Uh, you do have Eric Stahl, which is a, a veteran player from Minnesota. Uh, Paris is fantastic on the left wing. And Sutter is great, too. So I expect this game to be physical. Physical, excuse me. I also expect some scoring. So it's going to be a fun one to watch. I'm going to take the road team in, in Colorado. Well, I started the weekend picks by taking Arizona Wildcats because they have a great home record. I'm going to end the weekend by taking the Minnesota Wild because they have a great home record. Okay. I, I'm, I think they're going to defend home ice. This is going to be a great game to watch if you are a fan of watching top quality sports. I know you may not, you may not care too much about hockey, but football's over. What else are you going to watch Sunday afternoon? Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes the Pepper segment. We just peppered around our bullshit. We peppered around the games we're going to watch, who we think is going to win, and why. Hey guys, it's me. That Pepper segment, huh? Eight exciting games to keep up with. It's overwhelming. It seems like a lot, but don't worry. We got you covered. We'll remind you of our games and who we think is going to win. All you have to do is follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Weekend starts on Wednesday. We'll keep you up to date. We just spent the last 25 minutes breaking down and discussing the games that we're going to be watching and why. Now it's time to pull you into the dark side of sports. The side of sports that keeps you coming back for more. The side of sports that turns you into a crazy fanatic. These are the money-making bets. Andres and I love to find a good game to bet on. Andres, what game are you going to be putting your hard-earned money on for this weekend? Well, Pat, we had talked about it earlier tonight. It's going to be Thursday's matchup tomorrow. USC against Arizona. I'm not even taking a winner. I don't even care. Really? Nope. What I'm going to be looking for and putting my money hard-earned cash to build that mountain, create the <laughs> empire, is going to be the over in this game. What's the over at? 140 points. Ooh. And in basketball, I want to see a lot of scoring. Yeah. I want to see baskets. I want to see dunks. I want to see three-pointers. And if there could be a fourth-pointer, I'd put it out there. Yeah. I'm doing this solely for the reason that wait, both wait, of these so- teams – Hold on real quick. The yeah. over is 140 points. Combined. So both combined scores need to equal... It's 41 points because I need the over. I don't need it to be 140 exactly because it's a push and nobody wins. So 71-70? 71-70, 80-70, be perfect. Right. I just want a high-scoring matchup. Okay, okay. I'm doing it based on both teams are high-scoring offenses. Arizona's averaging... 79.8 points per game. Okay, 80 points. 80 points, yeah. USC averaging 72 points per game. Okay, so. 
I mean, that if that were to happen right then and there, that's that's 152 points right there. How much are you going to put? I don't know. You may, I'm, at, I'm at maybe 5, 20, 30. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Who knows? You got to start small. got to start small, build big. Okay. So that's what I'm doing. I like it. Um, Arizona has been scoring a lot of points this year, so that's, that's what I'm going with. All right. Now, um, just for the record, I think that is a smart bet. I mean, Pac-12 basketball is always high scoring. Mm-hmm. I mean, very rarely – does a Pac-12 game end 53 to 55? Exactly. It's usually in the 70s, in case you didn't know. If you're looking for a low-scoring game, watch Big Ten basketball. But oh, yeah. uh, Pac-12 basketball, run and gun, athletic kids from California. Arizona. Uh, Arizona, you know, the weather's always nice in Arizona. Yeah. The weather's always nice in California. So these kids play pickup ball all year long. They know how to get up and down the court. Now, um, the formula that I always go with if you haven't listened um, in the past when it comes to college football and when it comes to college basketball I look for the home team to have a positive record I look for the home team to be an underdog and I look for the game to be a conference matchup my eyes took me to the Saturday night junkie game this is a 7:30 p.m. game so you are going to be winding down from your day of activities, hiking, drinking, whatever you're doing, and you're going to be at your house watching Oregon State Beavers host the Oregon Ducks. Ooh, rivalry. The Ducks are ranked. Oregon State is not. Oregon State is 13-9. and nine. There's the positive record. And they are going to be an underdog. There's the second factor. And the third factor is they are both rivals from the same state so boom formula hits i'm taking oregon state to cover whatever spread it is if vegas gives oregon state two points i'm taking it if vegas gives them four points i'm taking it andres what do you think i mean oregon state hasn't been doing too well in conference they're three and seven in conference but will this rivalry throw the uh, records out the window i mean like any rivalry throws all records out the window mm-hmm. because you there's that opportunity of talking trash and bragging rights yep. and all of it and especially it's an in-state rivalry yeah you know so more so i'd like to agree with you on that i just don't think <laughs> that the beavers are I strong enough to beat the ducks yeah i yeah. mean every year every year oregon has a chance to make it to the elite eight like no matter what. So, I mean, I, I feel you on that. However, scared money don't make money. That's true. Now, if Vegas decides to give Oregon State 20 points. They're not going to do that. But if they did, I'd say take Oregon State. But I mean, if it's more than – if it's less than 10, more than 11, I would take Oregon State. Vegas is going to give Oregon State two to four points. Yeah, they're, they're not going to give no, them a lot Oregon, of points. Oregon's going to win. They should they should handle that no problem. Okay, so we disagree on that. Now we actually both agree on the last bet. Go ahead and dive into it. We're um, going Sunday morning. This is the early special game that we had talked about. Pat is watching this one. The Butler Marquette. We both agree that Marquette is going to win. They are the home team. This is a very big matchup. They're big on. We're they're big at home. They've have a great record at home. We're taking both Marquette. We both agree that they're going to win. This is the money-making bet for us. Even though Butler has had a great win tonight and a game and a game winner, uh-huh. I think that actually is going to affect them going into the next game. This is be emotional. High. Yeah, it's going to be emotional high, and now they got to travel on the road. And I think Marquette is going to punch them in the mouth and be like, 
Yo, boys, this is our backyard. And this is also a formula bet. Yeah. Marquette and Butler are in the same division. And um, Marquette is at home. And Butler is ranked. Marquette is not ranked. Nope. So let's see what happens. We both agree. Andres, good luck with your Thursday bet. Thank you. I'm positive it will hit. Yep. Good luck with your Saturday bet on Saturday. I'm hoping for you. We have some bold predictions coming up for you in just a few seconds. Now that we're all here, now that we're all paying attention, it is time for us to reveal our bold predictions for the weekend. These are the predictions that make you think twice and say, huh, maybe these crazy assholes know a thing or two about a thing or two. So Andres, yep. do you want to give your bold prediction first or do you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. All right, you have a triple header. Let me hear it. I got triple winners right across the board. We had discussed it earlier in our pepper pick. Some of them are in our money-making picks. But I'm taking both Wildcats teams. Okay. The Arizona Wildcats in college basketball. Rawr. <laughs> against the LA Wildcats of the new and defunct and re-brought re, re XFL League. I'm taking both Wildcats to win. Mm-hmm. I'm also taking for the third final parlay team. I'm taking Marquette the Golden Eagles in college basketball to win at home against the Butler Bulldogs. So one, two, three, Arizona Wildcats, LA Wildcats, Marquette Golden Eagles to win. That's bold enough for me to accept. Each bold prediction that comes correct is worth seven points. First to 21 collects beer from the loser. So Andres is at 14 points. Mm -hmm. He just needs one more to hit 21. And I gladly accept uh, trifecta <laughs> as his final bet. Now, my bold prediction, I quickly said it. Andres raised his eyebrows and said, there's no way that's going to happen. My bold prediction is going to happen tomorrow night. The Lakers are going to hold the Houston Rockets under 100 points. They just lost their center, as we um, you know, mentioned. Clint Capella is gone. They're going to have some adjustments to do. James Harden and Russell Westbrook score a lot of points, but the Lakers are going to lock them down. That's my bold prediction. Andres, do you accept it? Oh, I accept it because that <laughs> is not going to happen. Well, good luck to you. And good luck to you, Pat. Wait, so this is the same guy that did the uh, New Orleans call? Pat, this is the exact same guy. Really? That did the New Orleans call. The New Orleans on uh, when the Rams last year. Yeah, the Rams last year. So yeah. he's a scumbag. He's a scumbag. All right, well, let, let's let the people decide if he's a true scumbag. So Andres, proceed. Pat and audience, for those who don't know who I'm referring to, I'm talking about the referee who did the Super Bowl this past weekend, Bill Vinovich. Yes, the same Bill Vinovich that did the NFC title game last year against the Los Angeles Rams and Saint, or sorry, New Orleans Saints. Same guy that missed that call for that defensive pass interference. This year... He was selected to do the Super Bowl game. Him and his crew threw the, the least amount of flags. Okay, The Chiefs are the seventh most penalized team in the NFL. The Niners are the sixth least team penalized in the NFL. These guys, there was so much holding. I saw many tapes. I yeah. saw it over and over again. There was holding. Right, Bosa was getting through. He was being held. They were offsides. They late hit Jimmy Garoppolo running out of bounds. 
There was no flags. <laughs> like this was the fastest Super Bowl I've ever seen. It was. Really it was bad. just fast. It was flying by because there was no penalties. And that call against Kittle on the push off that wasn't a push off because that's the same movement that Kyle Rudolph did three weeks ago in New Orleans. Yeah. Well, that royally fucked my Niners by not getting penalties, by not getting any calls, no holding calls, and there was no holding penalties on the offense or defense. It was quite awful. And I blame it on the ref of Bill Vinovich because you are a scumbag. This isn't your first rodeo of not throwing any penalties for fixing whatever you want to fix. So thank you, Bill Vinovich. You cheat, you asshole. So I wonder how much money he's made over the last couple oh. of years with these blown calls. Uh, yeah, I'm sure if you look at his house, this guy's living in a mansion, got like a Denali, like, you know, Escalade. Blown out to the to the to the brim to the to the nines. Is he under investigation by the should. by the government? No, probably not. Goodell's all all about it. That clown. Well, that is a true scumbag. First of all, how do you blow the call with the Rams and Saints last yeah, year? I don't know. And then you bring them back. Yeah. And for the Super Bowl. And for the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. like. And then the, the calls aren't consistent between nope. the playoff games from the Super Bowl to the previous year. Yeah. And whatnot. I mean, it is what it is. He, he is a scumbag. Now, um, I have a scumbag, and it's any anybody out there who had the nerve to sit there and say that the halftime show mm -hmm. was not family friendly <laughs> because you had two women on stage dancing. Yeah. Granted, they were shaking their asses. Yeah. But these are the same people that buy their kids iPads. Mm hmm. And let them be on the iPads unsupervised for yeah. hours. Yeah, you don't know. And you're, you're going to sit there and tell me that J Lo and Shakira were were not family friendly, and then you're going to watch a barbaric sport <laughs> with your kids, <laughs> where the the end result is to physically stop them, mm -hmm. like by by brute force, and you let your kids watch this for three hours for 17, 18 weeks out of the year. And you're going to sit there and tell me that J-Lo and Shakira shaking their asses on stage is not family friendly? Like, I get it. But, I mean, just like you want Bill Vinovich to be consistent, yep. you have to be consistent with what you let your kids watch. So you are the scumbags if you're telling me that this halftime show was not family friendly. Do you agree? I, You know, Pat, that is amazing. I'm glad somebody's calling that out. I think you're absolutely correct on that because even last year's show – wasn't really family friendly with Adam Levine shaking off his shirt. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Maroon Five. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. It's the same concept almost, except you saw a grown man literally, yeah, chest free. You know, t-shirt free. J Lo, Shakira. You shake your booty. Shake baby. your booty, baby. Hips shake. don't lie. <laughs> we we enjoyed it. Did you enjoy the halftime show? Yeah, I enjoyed. <laughs> I enjoyed it. The only question I have though is, what has J Lo and or Shakira done musically in the last? Five years. Like, I didn't even know they were still relevant to well, I think that's, at the, at the, at the halftime show. I, I think that's the beauty of being – I'm uh, just saying. Well, I think that's the beauty of being a musician man, okay. or an artist in general. Sure. Like, if you have something so good, yeah. you can always fall back on it yeah. and people want to see it over yeah. and over again. So I'm disappointed I didn't see Fat Joe out there. Fat Gen Joe? Jenny, Jenny on the Block. Yeah, you know and Pitbull wasn't yeah, there. I, I, mean, was, I mean, come on. You're in Miami. Yeah. Dale. Okay, so <laughs> – 
the scumbags will never be our, our listeners. You no. guys are our heroes. Thank you for listening. This show went a little long, so we thank you for um, sticking with us. Andres, any last words? Yeah, thank you. Um, we know you can be anywhere and, and doing whatever you want and not paying attention to us, so we appreciate your time and your effort to continue just doing this with us. So have a great weekend. Bet responsibly. Drink responsibly. If you're going to be partying out all night, call your mama to pick your ass up. Call your mama. Call a Lyft. Call an Uber. Get home safely. Good night and good luck.